Hey there, it's Alowin, better known as the voice behind Averin, with a word from our sponsor. This session brought to you in part by Fiverr, the best place to find freelance services for your business. Whether you're in the market for commissioned art, or even script writing, which I probably should have utilized prior to recording this so I didn't have to do it six times, you can find on Fiverr. It's a whole world of freelance available right at your fingertips with options for every budget. Find high quality services at every price point, no hourly rates, and just project-based pricing. You'll find quality work done quickly with the right freelancer to begin working on your project within minutes. Your payments are protected every time. Always know what you'll pay up front and your payment isn't released until you approve the work. And know that Fiverr has your back with 24 seven support. Not in the market for services, but looking to augment your own income? Fiverr is powered by freelance artists just like you. So sign up today at Fiverr.com. That's F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Welcome to the world of Saluna. Welcome, everybody. We are doing a, another one-on-one -on -one session here, but tonight it is with my player, Jace, who plays Ariandri. Hello! Uh, we are going to be doing a fun little thing with our buddy Ariandri here. Um, it will not be like our other two secret sessions that we did. Uh, it will be a little more role-play and a little less initiative. Um, so, uh, Ariandri, you all have just gotten to Larianne and the fire happened uh, at the Blushing Crow, and you all head to sleep. But it's a little rough for you. Uh, a lot just happened. Um, the fire has you flashing back to when you met Sawyer. Um, has you thinking about a lot of things. Um, as you're falling asleep, would you give me a wisdom saving throw? Sure. Um, just give me one second. I was apparently in the middle of leveling up Ariandri, and I never finished, so I have to actually get to my skills page. Okay, so that was a wisdom saving throw, you said? Yes. Okay. Oh, fuck. Alright, I didn't even roll that, technically, but that's a really nice number. That's a 17. <laughs> Alright, so... It fell out of my hand. This <laughs> <laughs> is a story. Yeah, exactly. So, as you fall asleep, you begin to feel yourself drift back and you're not in the blushing crow anymore you're somewhere familiar somewhere warm somewhere 
that feels like home. And you hear... Ariandri, can you get me some water? My throat's really dry. Uh, it's your mom. Um, Ari, as Ari typically does with uh, her mother, or their mother, they smile, and they're like, yeah, of course, I'll be right back. And Ari quickly heads downstairs, grabs a cup of water, and brings it back to um, their mother. And, um... How is how is mom? Because her conditions vary from her like from day to day. Like sometimes she can't sit up, sometimes she can. So Ari's Ari's basically looking to see if mom needs Ari to like physically pour the water down her throat, or like if she can drink it herself. Uh, today seems to be a better day. She's sitting not straight up, but she's sitting up a little bit. Her arms are able to hold um, something up and she's able to drink for herself. It's, it is a better day out of most days. Good. Alright, then yeah, in that case, Ari hands her the, the water and um, just kind of sits uh, at the edge of her bed by her bedside. Um, she drinks the water and looks at you and goes, So, any luck on the search for your father? Um, Alice would see Ari's eyes kind of, um, kind of sadden a little bit, and their smile drops and a few, a, a few notches of, like, the, the, like, more glowing smile they had when they were addressing their mother. Um, and they shake their head a little bit, and they say, not, not, not in so many words, unfortunately. It, um... It... He... In true, uh... Fashion of father, um, as you know, he doesn't... Like to say very many things about his own self. Uh, it seems like he's left... He's left very little f a trail for us to follow. Which doesn't mean we can't find him, it just means it's gonna take a lot more work. Yes. Your father is a difficult one to find when he doesn't want to be found. But I'm sure if anybody can do it, it's you. Ari smiles a little bit at that and says, well, I appreciate that, Mom, really, I do. Trust me, there's nothing I want more than to find him, and... Well... If there is some reason he doesn't want to be found, well, I'm going to have a strong talking with him about it when I do find him. Well, if he has any common sense, he knows he's in a, for a heap of trouble when he gets home. So. <laughs> that he does. <laughs> but other than that, has work been good? I know it can be crazy in Valoiri. It's, it's not like home, but... It feels like it sometimes. I can imagine. Um, Derek, how far back is this? Would you th would you say like a couple years, more than a couple years? I would say this is probably your father was missing for fifty years. Yes. So this is, I want to say, probably twenty five years ago. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so then if it's 25 years, I think in that time, Ari's probably just about become a lieutenant. Um, so I think, yeah, they kind of, you know, look at their mom and they're like, I mean, it's not exactly easy. It's it's weird having having control of squads and making calls like this. I'm usually the one, you know, who doesn't goes and does the work, but I think it I think it's going to pay off in the end. I really I want to see I want to see some differences in our in our police system because it, it, it might look Hmm? Cause it sucks. Oh yes, it absolutely sucks. It sucks really bad. And yes. it it might it I mean I don't know what it looks like to the civilians. I mean maybe it's good, maybe it's not, but internally it's it's horrible and I just I can't say that I wouldn't have taken the job if I knew how bad it was at the start because I I wasn't really thinking of justice when I took it. I just but now I am. I am thinking of justice, and this—it's not—it's not being served properly. And I just want to change it. I want to see things change here. It should not be this hard for our people to live. It at all. It's not right. So, I know it's only like a week in, but I'm trying. I'm doing my best. And having that feeling in your heart will make it to where you get it. Thank you, Mom. Really, I appreciate it. You I are your father's child. 100%. Well, I mean, I will say that there is not one person in town who doesn't see the resemblance both physically and personality-wise, especially when I get started. <laughs> yes, that is true. So... How have you been, Mom? I mean, I know we see each other every day, but how are you feeling? Any, any better, worse? Uh, I, you know, I have my low days and my high days. Hmm. Well, today is better than most. That's good. I'm happy to hear that. Mom, if there was anything I could do for you, anything at all, and you'd know I'd go to the ends of the earth for you. If there's anything that you wanted, what could I do to make this a little bit more bearable? Mm. Honestly, I do not know. Well, I could, I could be crude and say, make it all end. I don't want to be here anymore. But that's not true. And... Things don't get better just like the snap of a finger. Of course not. I was thinking about possibly... Actually, before I continue, um, are the Druid Wars going on currently? Yes. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, scratch that thought, because um, Ari, Ari doesn't go back to the Violet Isles until after the wars, so 
Um, or as, actually, Ari's probably already been there. Yeah, Ari's already been there. My bad. <laughs> uh, but I think Ari's gonna, you know, look at their mom and be like, well, provided that you're able physically, and hopefully if we have father back by that time, and I mean, maybe this is me being too hopeful, but when the wars are over, do, do you want to go back? Do you want to see home again? I would like to see home and be able to fly there on my own two wings. And not right. need my child to carry me. I would carry you, though. You know that. I know you would, but it's, I can, uh, I could do it, but I need to get better first. Yeah, absolutely. And you can take all the time you need. Yes. Um, have you heard from, how, how, how's everything, or has, Ariandre hasn't met Sawyer yet, have they? No, because they've only been together. Sawyer and Ari have only been together for five years. So, okay. yeah. So Ari, being that they're 130 now, they would have been 135, which means that Owen would have been missing for 45 years at that point. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, she looks at you and give me an insight check. Surely. We'll see if it falls out of my hand again. <laughs> oh, again. Okay. Um, this is your mom, and you know mm -hmm. she can hold uh She can hold her emotions in, but this one is not. Uh, her eyes are kind of twinkling in a way. And she looks at you and she goes, Look, I know you've been very busy and you've been working and you've been trying to find your father, but have you at least tried to date? Ugh, Mom, no, of course not. That's what? That's not even on my mind. Why not? Because it's not th that. No, it's I. Ugh, I haven't even thought about it. Romance isn't romance isn't for me. You don't know that, Ariandre. I do know that. I don't. I don't feel things like that for people. I just don't. I. I look Can at people. Have you given anybody a chance? I. I mean, I've made friends, I guess, but it doesn't. Who? I don't. I've never look, met anybody. I, well, I mean, it's like work friends, I guess you could say. That's not real friends. You don't hang out with them outside of work. I mean, no, I don't. You're right. But I I don't know, Mom. It's just... You never I don't know, know Ariandre. I mean, it, you're right. I, I don't know, but I... 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 <laughs> Why do you have to make things difficult and spring up romance on me all the time? <laughs> because I want my child to be happy, and also I may want grandchildren one day. Who knows? 
<laughs> Mom, I, I, I live for a very long time and I would like to experience being a grandparent. Well, you might, I'm not doing, I'm not doing the whole birthing thing. That's disgusting, but I might adopt. So you might have some options there, but, <laughs> um. Not I, even one. I, not, no, no, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I will accept it. Like I said, adoption is on the table, but naturally, no, that's not. Besides, there's so many children in the world that don't have families that just don't. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. If I'd, I'd, you know, if that you does. You know, I would out, love a grandchild, no matter whether they were adopted, birthed, forged in the fires of a dwarven forge. That actually seems like fun. That might be an option. <laughs> I was saying that as a joke, but you know what? You're right. It may be fun to have a robot grandchild. Yeah, don't you think? Especially like. I think it'd be fun. I think it would be very interesting. <laughs> I don't think your father would know what to do with that. The father doesn't know what to do with a lot of things. <laughs> True. Father's father's uh, father's strong suits are teaching me how to fight. That fate is not set in stone, and giving me hugs and not saying anything when he gives me hugs because he's embarrassed. <laughs> you know, I had to teach him how to dance, right? Oh, did you? That must have been a sight. Yeah, he tripped over my feet three times. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that coming from father. He doesn't seem like the most um, etiquette of men. <laughs> or elegant, I suppose. Yes, and he damn near pissed himself when he had to meet my parents. I mean, you haven't talked much about your mom. I mean, I know you told me grandfather wasn't exactly the most welcoming when you met, but... Yes, well... Not much is to be said about my mother. Hmm. Well, we didn't have the best of relationships. Hmm. Well, from what you told me, she was kind of absent through most of your childhood and I yes it's not exactly that I have any experience to draw from you've been an amazing mother through my entire life so I can't oh. imagine what that was like I promise to never make a child feel like my mother made me feel well if it's any consolation you've done a wonderful job I oh, <laughs> I, I know you. I did a wonderful job I love you to bits and pieces truly I love you to bits and pieces, too. Um, can you give me another wisdom save? Surely. With disadvantage? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got a plus zero to wisdom, my dude. Uh. Oh, you got to be kidding me. That's a three. Beautiful. It's not beautiful. <laughs> you flash from this beautiful, light-hearted scene with your mother to an unfamiliar place. Ew. The smell of leather and paper surrounding you. The scent of fire. And before you stands Sawyer. But it's not Sawyer. But it looks like Sawyer. But it doesn't sound like Sawyer. 
doesn't feel like Sawyer. And the next thing you know, his sword comes down at you. And he says, I wish you would have just left. Or stayed home. I can get done when I need to get done when nobody bothers me. Ari, as the sword pierces through them, goes through their shoulder, Ari winces and grits their teeth and growls. And there's something infernal crackling in their eyes that's not unfamiliar to the infernality that their father boasts. And... It takes a lot for Ari to hold this feeling back because they know this is not Sawyer. And they know that something's happened. And it enrages them that they didn't think to get there sooner. That 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 there's nothing they can do right now except fight him and hopefully knock him back into his senses. And even then they don't know that that won't kill him. That this is not them losing Sawyer. And Ari looks up at Sawyer through these this gritted teeth and this just infernal rage in their eyes from the unfortunate and unfair situation they found themselves in. And they say, you will be done when I say you're done. I'm not playing these games anymore. Uh, as you say that, you hear and see and smell brimstone. The scent of the Nine Hells as horns grow into Sawyer's forehead. His eyes go red and slit at the pupils, and he says, <laughs> Child, if only you understood what I could do to your happiness in the snap of a finger. You will never understand unless you ask what your father has done in his past. And he takes another swipe at you, and I need, this time, a wisdom saving throw with advantage. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> Thank God, because that was a one. <laughs> oh, no. That's a 15. Cool. Um, static appears as you are dealing with this nightmare almost too well and static appears and, and and swaps and switches and all of a sudden you're at the docks in uh i forget the town that we met you in i think it was chandra it was chandra yeah yeah so you're at the docks in chandra and you're standing in front of these six people you or seven people sorry you um you recognize them these are these are your friends uh you know riona rainer caliver dream uh and <laughs> um i know six people kuma wasn't with us at this point yet yeah and then there was uh, avarin opalin well technically i guess with elias it was seven uh Yes, so it was seven with Elias. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so all of your friends, the the chosen, standing in front of you, and they're looking at you like, 
you just flew down in front of us. What the hell are you doing here? And you see Elias speaks up. I believe as he did that day. He did. And was like, oh, are you a city guard or are you just some random flying into us? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was that day. Um... Uh, I believe it was um, Elias had received a letter saying that Ari would meet them at the docks, if I remember correctly. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I think um, with that knowledge, and I'm, I'm assuming Ari was briefed that these were these were the chosen for the Great Awakening. Yes. Okay. Um, and yeah, so Ari Ari looks at them as as they did that day with a huge smile on their face, and they say. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name is Ariandri. No, I'm not a random city guard. I've been um, asked to escort you um, through the town and show you around My um, as uh, your personal um, chauffeur for the Chosen. Hmm. Interesting. Um, well, I'm Elias. This is Opalin, Rainer, the Fox is Averin. Um, Caliver is the ghost the guitar um and uh riona is the one standing next to rainer and then there's dream the 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 half tabaxi um i am or was opalin's assistant now their friend i don't know it's still weird to say but it's nice to meet you it's always good to have friends, and it's a pleasure to meet you as well. And um, much like Riona did that day, um, complimenting Ari's wings, um, I think Ari looks at Riona and sees these beautiful, glistening, golden eyes. And there's just something innately familial about Riona that Ari can't place. But Ari feels incredibly comfortable with Riona, even just off the bat and um, compliments her and says pretty much the same thing that they find her stunning in a platonic sense um, and that if they're ready they would love to show them to uh, the moon cycle uh, which is a tavern Ari's, Ari's visited often um, and knows of quite well and probably has worked at a Maybe once or twice when they were younger. Probably. Before they became a guard, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and Riona, uh, Riona and everybody nod and say thank you. Um, and in the back of your head, you hear, don't forget, always have a chance. Give somebody a chance. You never know. You might find someone <laughs> in your mother's voice in the back of your head. <laughs> Ari rolls their eyes at their at their literally own consciousness telling them this. <laughs> they uh, quite literally argue with their own consciousness and they're like, I don't have time for that. I'm working. <laughs> uh, and Elias just kind of goes, what was that? Oh, nothing. Don't worry about it. Just uh, just getting my bearings together. It's 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 not every day I get to lead gods around, you know. Well, future gods, I suppose. I suppose we'll, we'll see. It's been a tough journey so far, but we'll get there. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't exactly imagine it's been an easy journey, but 
Y'all are doing it. You're making it. So that's something to be proud of. You've made it this far. This is true. But yes, we appreciate you chauffeuring us around. That's really weird to say when we're walking. I mean, I could try to pick all of you up, but I, I don't know if that... if I could probably take four of you at a time, but that would take some time. <laughs> yes, yes, it would. Um, but, yes. Um, let us go. Uh, and I need a... Give me a insight check as you're walking through the city. Sure. This, I didn't have you do when this actually happened. Ooh. So this is going to be fun. <laughs> if I make it, it'll be... You said... Did you say an insight check? Yes. Okay. Alright, that's not too bad. I got a 14. Cool. The city seems off. Mm. Different than usual when you are walking through it, even with other people. It seem it feels safer, but as you're walking with these people, everyone's eyes are on you. Everyone knows who these people are, and now mm. you're being seen with them. Hmm. I think a sort of um. I think there's a want that brews in Ari's heart when she, when they see this, because I think with that kind of status brings power, and power, unfortunately, and sometimes for the better, brings change. And it's the kind of power Ari wants to be able to change the city of Valoiri or the country of Valoiri for the better. And Ari knows that <laughs> there's no possible way that in all of the nine hells, in all of the realms, that Ari would ever be chosen to be a god. The chosen for Valori has already been spoken for. And even if it even if that were to change, it's not gonna be them. Ari knows this. And they've made peace with that. But there there's that still that nagging at the back of their head that's like, this is I guess this is what I need to be able to change the town to be able to accomplish the goals that I want. And I think Ari sits with that as they walk the the crew to the um, moon cycle. Sorry, forgot I muted the you a chip. Uh, <laughs> as you are walking, uh, you know, questions are asked and things are talked about. You find out that the Chosen for Valeri has left their group. Mm. No longer is Calvi Kaivalia. Why do I always say his name wrong? Uh, Kaivalia <laughs> in the group. They are wandering the continents to deal with things that they must deal with on their own. Um, and 
you also find out that they are looking for uh, the skirmishers, specifically mm. the headquarters of the skirmishers. Um, but you all bring you bring them all to the um, the moon cycle, get them settled in, and are able to talk. Uh, where you find out quite a bit of things. Um, I need another wisdom saving throw. Oh, God. <laughs> with disadvantage. Oh, okay. We're going back into another nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we sure are. It's a six. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> you, at this point, are... In your sleep, tossing and turning and sweating. Um, mm. But as you, the static activates again, and you're back in this nightmare, and you're, you're you're fighting, and this time it's not Sawyer, it's your dad in front of you. Oh, God. Um, and he's taking swing for swing for swing, except you've... You, You've already already fought this battle. You know how this works out. Yeah. You know how this turns out. But as you're having this nightmare, it's different. You see your father is not near you. He may be in front of you, but he is in front of you slicing through every single one of your friends. And as he gets to the one person you felt comfortable with from the get-go, Riona, and he severs her, her head from her shoulders, he looks at you and says, You're next. You should have stayed home, kiddo. <sighs> Ari is standing there. And in emotions we haven't seen from Ari yet, Ari is petrified, scared stiff. Because Ari has heard tales of what their father can do. Has heard from their mother, from just people in the city. And knowing that their hero growing up can be charmed and hexed just as easily as anyone seeing him like this, even knowing what the outcome of their battle was terrifies Ari because they know that anyone they love can be used against them in a moment's notice and they're going to have to make the choice. they're going to have to make that choice no matter how hard it is that if they can't stop them they have to kill them because they can't lose anyone else it's too important and I think seeing that Ari picks up their hand axe and runs at their father in this nightmare and starts swinging just as belligerently as he was and that infernal energy that was there in their nightmare with Sawyer it's even stronger now 
Um, and at this point, as you run forward and you are channeling this infernal power and this anger and this fear and all of these negative emotions that, from what I know, Ari doesn't like to feel. Ari likes happiness. Ari likes fun and joyousness and all the positive emotions associated with being a mortal. You're yeah. learning to that there may be a use for these and that there's something you can tap into. And um, does a 19 hit you? Yes, a 19 absolutely hits. You take 17 psychic damage. Oof. As your father disarms you and slashes their weapon across your chest and stands over you and says, Learn to use it better. You're not just a half-devil. You have the nine hells in you like any one of us. Use it. Stop being afraid of it. Ari clutches their chest. Um, the blood running over their fingers and staggers backwards. La breathing shallow and labored and looks at their father and says, if I can't control it, people will die. People will get hurt. People I love, people I care about, you, my friends. What happens then? If they're actually your friends and family, they'll be able to stop you. You can't know that for certain. I do. I've done it. A million times over. Those who truly love you will do anything to stop you and help you. Even if it means putting themselves in harm's way. Ari stands there for a long time, just breathing and trying to focus on this inner rage that's not that's not native to the rage that they normally um, are that they normally tap into when when they're fighting this one's a lot stronger and it's a lot more personal it almost feels and Ari those words echo in their head and this incredible gut-wrenching roar that doesn't sound like it should come out of Ari's mouth escapes their throat and shakes the very foundation around them and for technical purposes Ari is using their Call of the Nine Hells rage so I'm gonna roll a uh, constitution roll <laughs> and the DC is 5 so let's hopefully we can beat that <laughs> And we do. It's a 19. Okay. Um, 
with this, uh, in this dream, you may take five attacks in this moment on your father. All right. And I'll remember to add my freaking hit, hit, hit <laughs> this time. Because every... Yeah. I, <laughs> I've never played a barbarian before, so when we were fighting Owen, I never added my to hit. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's a 19 plus 8. Does that hit? That hits. Okay. I should not be this happy about fighting my dad, but it's a dream. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so that's 10 damage. Uh, okay. Um, and I'm assuming I have to roll to hit for all of these, right? Yes. Okay, so that's 10 damage. Oh, that's a nat 1. <laughs> that Oof. does not hit. That does not hit. No. <laughs> that's... Oh my god, are you kidding me? That's, um, that's an 11. That does not hit. That does not hit, no. No. Okay, this dice is going in jail. Because that's... <laughs> didn't hit <laughs> a 13 it was a 13 it did not uh, no that does not hit <laughs> okay all right we're switching dice and that's three attacks i took so far or four yes that's three okay we got two more let's make them good are you shitting my nuts <laughs> <laughs> it's a 15 that doesn't hit no oh my god okay <laughs> ari's getting used to being a devil are you kidding me? <laughs> That's an 8 plus 4. That doesn't fucking hit either. <laughs> I got one attack on my fucking dad. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, that's fine. That's 10 damage. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> Damn, I was expecting you to go out and hit every single one of them. Um... I, I wasn't either. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, you see, he turns around and... He says, even when you are trying your hardest, you aren't doing it correctly. I trained you. Correct? There's... When Ari speaks in this form, it's growly and low and so much more aggressive than Ari usually speaks. And Ari looks at their father and goes, doesn't... I don't give a fuck who trained me! I'm still afraid and I don't know what I'm doing. What more do you expect from me? Stop being afraid. That's what I expect. Fear isn't something that you can just control. Not without time. Um, and as you say that, uh, you are going to take um, 25 psychic damage as he slashes you again. Gross. Um, and he looks at you and goes... Let it take control. Um, Ari doesn't say anything, but they do attack again, if it's their turn. Yes, it is. Okay. Do they just get one attack this time? Uh, no, you can take your two attacks. You have a, a normal two attacks. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, where were you earlier, you dumb bitch? That's a 17 plus 8. <laughs> that hits. Okay. 
Okay, so that's six damage, and then I'm gonna take my extra attack. <laughs> that doesn't hit, that's a ten. Um, but I am gonna bonus action to weapon fighting. Okay. A nat 20. And I have a fun thing called Brutal Critical, which I have to look up what that does, because I forget. Uh, let me find it. You can roll one additional weapon yes. damage die when determining the extra damage for a critical hit with a melee attack. Yep. So do I also get that and the Crunchy Crit? Crunchy Crit, and then you roll two on, on top of it. Woohoo. So you roll three damage. Three damage die technically. Okay, and that's. Let me see. I think. So it'll. Are you, you did that was an offhand weapon, so a hand axe. Yeah, it was, so it's a one d six. So I roll three d sixes. Is that how that works? So it's six. Then you roll two d six. Plus. Okay, four. so it's an automatic six. Okay. Yeah. Do I get the proficiency? Because I don't think you do with um double. Uh, uh, yeah, no. no never mind, okay, no. so no proficiency. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Um, so yeah, that's uh, 12 damage from the dice I rolled, so that is... 16, or 18 six, total? Yeah, 18 damage total. Plus your 3 from your... Yes, rage. my rage damage, yep, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, I forgot so, to add to the last one, so that's add another three because that was a uh, ten plus three, so that was yes. thirteen. Um, uh, so this will be your second round in Devil's oh, right. Control or in your Call of Nine Hells. I need you to make a DC ten Constitution check. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, very nice. That even without my modifier, it's a 16. Nice. Uh, so you are still in control. Beautiful. Um, and he is going to take an attack on you uh, and misses. Uh, and he says, uh, he turns to you and goes, nice, you're getting a hold of it. Ari doesn't say anything. And it is your turn again. All right. Ew. <laughs> that doesn't hit. It's an 8 plus 5, but I am going to take my extra attack. Okay. That doesn't hit either, but I am going to try my double weapon fighting again. Yep. Oh, that hits. 18 plus 8. <laughs> yep. Roll that damage. How is it just my fucking two weapon fighting that's hitting? <laughs> <laughs> fucking suck. No big damage uh, to daddy. No, I, I guess, I mean, lore reasons, Ari would have a very tough time actually hitting <laughs> yes. their father. Yeah. Um, so the dice are, the dice are doing me, the dice are doing me correct. <laughs> All right, so that is, that's three damage. And then if I'm reading the Call of the Nine Hells right, do I get to add a d6 of fire damage? It says here. Um, so you're uh, yeah, actually yeah, you do. Sweet. So you can you can actually do that for all the attacks you've done because we oh, haven't shit. been doing that. <laughs> shit. Yeah, because that was like the whole thing for yes. uh, for this why why it's fun to use. 
Yes. Uh, and also, don't forget you have wing attacks now. Oh, shit. So you can take those instead of weapon attacks. Oh, very nice. And that does okay. a D8. I see. Okay, sweet. Um, yeah, so how many how many attacks is that? Because I've, I've hit him like five times now, I think. So do 5d6, and then you crit okay. on one. Right. So add an extra d6. Okay. So then or actually, no, just do 5d6, and we'll add a 6 to it. Okay. So the crit would be like just a 6, and then extra damage. Gotcha. Yeah, because it would be automatic, right? Yep. Okay. Oh, I really like these numbers. Um, Alright, so that's 12. That's 14. Oh, that's 19. 23 damage in total. Plus the plus the 6, so that's 29 damage in total. Uh, Give me a wisdom save with advantage. Okay. Let's see what dice I'm going to pick, because they've all been fucking me over today. <sighs> I got a net one. Oh no, I have advantage, you're right. <laughs> that's a two, that's not much better. <laughs> uh, you are still in this dream. No, fuck this shit. <laughs> uh, as you get that... Uh, that two, you take 23 points of psychic damage. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then uh, you also still have a you haven't you get another turn. Um, and at the okay. end of this turn, you will be able to roll that wisdom save again. But just flat this time. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Seventeen plus eight. That hits. Yep. Cool. So we're gonna do. I'm just gonna roll it on D and D Beyond. So that's twelve damage for the first one. Let's see if the second one hits. Does a sixteen hit? No. Fuck. Damn it, Dad. Lower your AC. <laughs> Alright, and then we're gonna do... Nope, that doesn't hit either, so it's just that one attack. Um, and then you said a wisdom save? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> what dice have I not used tonight? Let me try the pink ones. Yep, no, that's a six. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are still in this dream. Yeah, what the uh, fucking psychic damage do I take? And you, <laughs> you take 24 psychic damage. Oh, uh, I'm gonna be fucking dead before I get out of here. Uh, and you may take another turn and then roll that um, wisdom save with disadvantage this time. Fucking shit! Damn! Alright, well, whatever. Dad's gonna kill me. Cool. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. That one doesn't hit. I got a nat 20 on my extra attack. Thank God. Um, cool. So that's... 12. I roll 2d12s and then I get a plus 12, right? 
Yes. Wait, so on the crunchy crits, does it add your proficiency bonus? Because I have a plus four. Uh, the crunchy, the proficiency bonus is never doubled for crits. Okay. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So. Cool. All right. So let me. Let me get my d12s. Okay. I always forget what shapes they are. Only I only know the d6 because it's a square. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then for brutal critical, that adds my proficiency bonus, right? I'm pretty sure. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just I get to add another attack roll. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that is. Doo -doo 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 -doo. It should be a 21. It's 15 plus 6. Cool. Oh, and then I guess add a 12 to that because of the, uh, the crit. So that's going to be. Uh, 38 A38 38 damage. Nice. Uh, so, with that big of a hit, you may actually give this wisdom saving uh, roll flat. Okay, yay. <laughs> Hopefully I get out of it this time. Fuck. Derek, do you want to know what I rolled? What did you roll? You sure you want to know? Is rolling that one? No. I rolled a two. A two? I rolled a two. Uh, you are still <laughs> in this dream. Give me my fucking psychic damage. Just kill me already. <laughs> uh, you <laughs> take another 24 psychic damage. 24? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm not down because I have fucking relentless rage. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so. On, let me read that, because I think I have to roll for that. Uh, features and traits, relentless rage, where are you? If you drop to zero hit points while you're raging and don't die, you can make a DC 10 con saving throw. If you succeed, you drop to one hit point instead. The DC increased by five each time you use this after the first, resetting to 10 after a short or long rest. Okay. So let me see if I make that con save. It's a 10. And by two points, I do not make it. <laughs> um, so as you are, um, as this is happening and the, the slash comes down across your chest, you rock it up in bed and are awake. And you hear a voice in the back of your head. If only you could control it, kid. I guess the first time doing it is always the hardest. Remember, practice makes perfect. Uh, and you also feel a little bit of, like, pain on your forehead. Um, mm. uh, about, about where your father's horns are on his forehead. Hmm. Um, and it... This dream has shooken, shaken you awake. Yeah. Uh, and it's dark. It's the middle of the night. And you are in Larian. In the tavern. In the room. With Dream and Avarin. 
And that is where we will end this session. All right. <laughs> Thank you. That put me through a lot of emotional damage. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Oh my god, that was so good. Yay! I'm glad. <laughs> I loved that. That was great. Uh, is there anything you want to plug, my friend? Um, yes, and it's always the same. It's my um, it's my itch.io. It's it should be. I you think I remember this by now, but it should be itch.io uh, forward slash scrinesis so that's i-t-c-h dot i-o forward slash s-k-r i-n-e-s-i-s and I'm going to check that right now just to be sure because I correct <laughs> I think so yeah because <laughs> um, it was it was really sweet actually because um, Andrew when I plugged that um, went and played all of my games after we finished stream, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Aww, <laughs> yeah, like, he's so a sweetie. He's a sweetie. We love him. We love Caliber. He is. He's um, big bean energy. Okay, so I did say that wrong. Scratch that from the record. Th um, <laughs> so instead of the itch.io forward slash, it's um, just going to be scrinesis.itch.io. So S K R I N E S I S dot I T C H dot I O, and I make little little like eight bit games. Um, it's a little passion project of mine that I hope to take further in the future. Um, I also write. I don't have anything to plug for that yet, but that's fun. And hopefully, if I have anything to plug for that. I'll let you guys know in the future. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Um, I'm also going to plug something. Um, please, if you guys need any kind of graphics made, emotes, overlays, anything like that, go to fiverr.com. We have a yes. link down in our about section on the Twitch uh, to go to it. It is also on our link tree. Um, use that link, and uh, if you do a purchase and complete a purchase and get something. Uh, it does help our podcast with numbers and everything with Fiverr. Um, also, don't forget to come on uh, December 16th at 9.30pm EST for our episode featuring D&D Heart. It's the first of two. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, also, you can find us on Spotify, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Apple, not Apple Music yet, um, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, um, and hopefully some more. Oh, and YouTube. Find us on YouTube. Um, we should have some, I believe, if I remember correctly, you and Mandy said you guys would be working on some content for TikTok at some point. Um, so that'll be fun. Uh, we'll be seeing some TikTok content and everything. Um, now that the school, the semester is done for me and Mandy, things should blow up a little bit more with our social medias. So don't be afraid to interact with us. Um, also, I'm going to plug this here and at the end of this episode, uh, and at the end of every episode after this, um, if you, the listeners, have a person that you would like us to try to get to guest star, tweet us. Um, Please tweet us, maybe comment it, or um, even, like, uh, you know, maybe I'll make a Google form and uh, do that so that the viewers can put uh, guest stars that they would like to see um, that I could try to get on the show. Um, mm. 
Also, as it is coming to December and we are now in Sagirn, that means we have probably about 10 to 12 more episodes left of the campaign. Um, so we are coming to an end of our first campaign. Uh, it's crazy. It's been a absolute joy, but we will be coming back for a campaign too. So please just keep on uh, looking at our social medias and everything uh, like that to uh, find out more information about that. Um, that should be sometime next year. Uh, but yeah, again, we will not be having an episode on the 23rd of December, uh, as that is Christmas weekend and all of our all of, if not most of, our cast celebrate Christmas. Um, so we decided to take off that day, but I will be releasing a special pre-recorded episode of a one-shot DM'd by our very own Nikki. Um, it was super fun. You guys fun. are not going to want to miss that one. It's really uh, fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then anything else that you the viewers would like to let us know or are interested in um please don't be afraid to tweet us or anything like that um we're working on some other stuff outside of that that i will let you guys know when we're gonna announce but other than that we don't have anything else um so thank you all for listening uh thank you jace for joining me with for this one-on-one -on -one. um it was great. I loved the little insight into Ariandri that um, I was able to get with it. Um, also, a very safe way for us to be able to test out your new ability without you actually hurting anybody. Yes. <laughs> um, which I knew you were nervous about and was kind of holding you back from using it. Uh, hmm. But yes, um, we will see you all on Friday. Bye-bye. Thank you Bye. for listening. <laughs>